only imagine driving down and seeing that in here and da 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 dun 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 Hey, welcome to Wooden Your Ear Skateboarding with me, Gordy. Unfortunately, Spencer is unable to make it with us today. But what we have is a guest that we've had before, Sean Gutsman. Yes, I am back for round two. Anything fun since last time, or you just sit around and wait? Pretty much just been sitting around and waiting. <laughs> That's about it. And listening to the podcast and being jealous, like, ah, I want to go down there again. But finally had the time and scheduling where both of our schedules aligned. Yeah, that's the fucking... It's like the, um... Oh, God. I always have to bring this up because the whole... I don't know if you know the Simpsons thing. Yeah. Like, this was supposed to be a Simpsons show. But it's one of my favorite fucking things from my favorite character, Krusty, was him scheduling with Sting... And it's yeah. like, well, how about Tuesday? No, no, Tuesday's terrible. Okay, how about Thursday? No, Thursday's worse than Tuesday. <laughs> and I said, okay, fine, Saturday. Saturday works for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's so fucking funny, this rant he goes on. But regardless of that, scheduling worked out finally. Yes. For whatever reason. Today's our whatever. You mentioned right before we started about this Paul Peralta, Andy Anderson board that just come yes, out. Yes, this is this thing is fucking gnarly. The smallest size you can get is eight point seven five. He's only making nine and eight point seven five, so these are huge decks. But it's not only that they're large decks. The fact that they put a lot of like research into like this is like a freestyle deck with like a transition deck where there's cuts. Um. They angle it so that way on the nose and the tail, it's easier so that we can do like pressure flips, uh, hard flips and things like that, along with the fact that the nose and the tail are pretty much the same size or around the same size. And he even added a certain insert where it kind of rounds off next to the tail and then goes back into the, you know, where it cuts out, is so that way you can lock into doing dark slides. Which I think is pretty fucking rad that somebody sat down and thought of like, hey, this is the type of skating I do. And they're just like, let's do it. Let's just make this crazy shape for that way. If you want to do freestyle tricks, you can do freestyle. If you want to do street, you can do street. If you want to do vert, you can do vert all with one deck. And they did even like their whole like flight technology. So it's basically indestructible. Well, that's what I was looking at. I didn't mean, want to make you think that I was just ignoring you by staring down at my phone. But I was reading the sales copy of this thing because I saw like it was listed for $85 everywhere, which... I, it's, it's expensive for a deck. Well, and that's what's crazy is at first that was my thing, but then I, I think I spent like 90 bucks on my Fickle, but... I was looking at it because it's like it's Paul Peralta. That's right. that's above the price point that I normally expected their boards to be. Right. Not that they're bad, but I'm looking into it and like you know all this stupid like sales stuff and like how it's got everlasting pop and it's strong. It's like twice as strong in their tail brake test. I don't know what the fuck their tail brake tests are. I don't need to be sold that Paul Peralta and Skate One can make a great board. Right. But, I mean, like, it's crazy clean. Like, it seems to me just, like, a bunch of sales jargon. Right. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, they apparently did a bunch of research into putting it all together. Right. Yeah, because that's what blew my mind was, like, all the research that went into it, along with... I've seen a few clips of this guy, you know, just, like, here and there, and he does, like, kind of, like, Rodney Mullen-style 
tricks, you know, where he does street and freestyle. But then just kind of researching him more after this board came out, this dude is fucking rad. Well, that's what I'm more concerned about is who Andy Anderson is. But I take it you're kind of saying he's like the Killian Martin guy that rides for Powell? Uh, I haven't heard of him, but the best way I can kind of describe Andy is he kind of, he's... He has that very Rodney Mullen style, where it's almost better than Rodney Mullen, where Rodney Mullen stays with, like, just freestyle and a little bit of street. This kid can do damn near anything. Even he had a Tampa Pro. He was just there. I saw a video feed of him. He just, like, out of nowhere, was just doing Casper slides all around the park. Just, like, just, like, boop, Casper slide, like, nothing. That's cool, like the whole like manual where you like half kickflip yeah. across the box and whatnot. Yeah, he was doing like all these like super really rad, just gnarly tricks. And the funny thing is, is like he's always wearing this like helmet. It almost looks like an army helmet all the time. And like people are like ragging on him for for wearing this helmet. And like he is better than like ninety percent of the people at like pros. I think we're gonna come back to that because I got a lot to say on that. But I have to get this out of the way. Did he invert? Uh, no. He well, kind of. <laughs> he kind of did an invert, but he does it like one of my favorite tricks is where it's not so much an invert where you just kind of invert on the coping where you just put your hands out on the ramp and just extend your legs and you kind of go into so a like grind. Bertelman kind of. Yeah, that that's my favorite trick just because it's just it's basic, but yet when you get it on the coping, it's just cool and people don't really expect it because nobody does it. That's how I learned to invert. That's actually, for anybody who's curious, that's, like, my big thing on teaching anyone to invert. Like, you can do it in under 20 minutes, and it just starts with, like, you know, you kind of turn the board and you grab it. Right. <laughs> like, it's not that big of a thing. Yeah, but I have seen other videos of him doing inverts, and he can hold them. <laughs> he, can do, he does those real man inverts where he just pops it up, plus he'll do, he'll flip his board... Kind of like a nose stall, but yet it's on not on the tr- nose. It, it, he just skates really red, and it's one of those things where it's like you have to watch him to understand what he's doing. And he's like, it's hard to explain his style, but he's just he's he's red. So there's really no reason for us to talk about it because it's you know we're talking about something that needs to be visual. <laughs> well, we can, we can talk about it, but we definitely just like get his need, needs to get his name out there because he's no, so yeah, underrated. Yeah. But as far as the helmet thing, you said people make fun of him. Yeah, like, Tampa? He, like people. I don't know if it was necessarily at Tampa, but he did an interview with his local, like, because he's from Canada, so that might explain the helmet. But <laughs> he did an interview with um, his local, you know, news network, and they were talking about because this guy, kid, you know, was trying some trick and he ended up falling, smacking his head, and he's paralyzed. Yeah, and like, so, it's no fucking joke. Right, yeah, and he had half of his brain removed. And so they interviewed him, you know, because he's a big advocate for wearing helmets, and he's like, yeah, people always talk shit on me for wearing a helmet, they think it's lame, they think it's taking out the risk factor, yada, yada, yada. But then they showed clips of, you know, just Instagram clips and YouTube clips of him, and it's like, anybody who makes fun of this guy for wearing a helmet is a jackass. I can tell you, because there was a good while, and actually I don't know why I ever stopped. I'm just lazy and stupid, quite honestly. There was a good while where I wore a helmet every time I skated. Right, like... Simply because, like, I've dealt with the whole, like, getting hit in the head before. 
Yeah, it's... It's not fucking fun. No. Let alone, it's like, you see dudes like, what was it? Dave Mira, the one who ended up, I think, like, shooting his brains out, and they traced it back to so much head trauma. Yeah. I mean, in a way, with skateboarding in general, it's just a very odd animal. Because they're like, oh, you know, he's lame because he's not wearing a helmet. But it's like, he's a rad skater. Like, stop looking at the fact that he's wearing a helmet and just appreciate his skating. Don't just be like, oh, write him off for being lame just because he wears a helmet. Well, that's why I always like with the ramp skaters. How they recognize, like, you know, all it takes is one hit and we're dead. Right. Because they're actually, like, I'm so, like street skating super fucking badass and everything and I love it. But these guys are going, like, fucking 50 feet in the air. Yeah. Like, they, there's no, like, am I going to be okay at this height? It's, even with a helmet, you're probably not going to be okay. But you got to recognize, like, yeah, it's cool to get hurt and whatnot, but brain trauma is not cool. No. I don't know. It's just hard to explain. I don't understand it, why they would be ragging on them for... Just wearing a helmet. Yeah, and that's what's funny. You say it's hard to explain. Because I get what you're meaning by that. Yeah. But it's like, it. no, it's not hard to explain. It's You, you don't want to risk this shit. But I get what you're meaning. Right. Like, it's hard to explain what, right. where people get the idea to make fun of it. Right, because it's like, this dude is just, you know, not only is he a super underrated underdog skater, but the fact that you're going to throw it in his face, that like, you wear a helmet. Is just a be a really like odd, that, arg, odd argument. Like that takes away from anything that he's doing, right? Or like another really cool one. I really liked when he started Elephant and then now Street Plant Mike V. Yes, how he started wearing in particular always that like bright blue helmet. Yes, because it's not only is a helmet, but it's like there's no mistaking this for a hat or nothing. It's like hey, you know, helmets are fucking cool. And I don't want to die. Right. <laughs> and I'm still getting rad at, like, what is he? Probably 40s at this point, mid-40s. Yeah, and still fucking insane. Yeah, and speaking of element, I remember on the last episode, you talked about having a blue, uh, what was it, featherlight or something? Uh, Fiberlight. Fiberlight. Tosh Townen. Oh, my God. I have to interrupt you for this. So after that, I went and I was looking all over for pictures of this specific one that I found. Could not find any pictures of this Tosh Townen, like this specific one, except I found one photo and it was of an eBay listing. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like all, it was like used and whatnot. I was so close, like, fuck, I want this thing, but I want one that's new. Right. (laughs) But speaking of which, because you said, because I had one of those boards too, but mine wasn't blue, it was red. Okay. Yeah, and like I was like with oh. the like waves in it. Yes, I had that board. That was my favorite board ever, and I had that with uh, I can't remember because it was just some generic brand trucks. Because my dad got it for me for like a present, and it was just some generic brand trucks and Daft Punk Spitfire wheels. Daft Punk like the group. Yeah, the music group. It was the the little Spitfire character, but them wearing the Daft Punk helmets. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah, I was just like, when you brought that up, I was like, I had that fucking board. <laughs> and I'm so mad because my dumbass, because uh, I had it my sophomore year in uh, high school, and there was this girl who I had a huge crush on. She's like, I want to learn how to skateboard. And I had two boards at the time. Wait, wait, wait. Was this Tosh Townen? Uh, no, this was just like an element. 
Okay, here Lord. I was thinking, like, judging... Like, I don't actually know your age, but here I'm like, judging your age, there's no way he would have been riding for them at no, that time. He wa- no, because they still had that... It was that, um... It wasn't the pro model, it was just that same construction <laughs> board. Okay. And, um... But anyways, like, there was this girl I had a huge crush on. She's like, I want to learn how to skate. So my dumb ass, I was just like, here, have this board. And it was that board, and she never gave it back. And I learned later in life, Thor, is why she learned how to, wanted to learn how to skate, because she was trying to date this other kid who skateboarded. So that was a little embarrassing moment. Uh, that's how it always happens. Yeah, I was just like, ah. But that's, uh, you know, 16-year-old me for you. If I had a dollar for every time it, I let someone aboard with the, like means that they were going to bring it back. Right. <laughs> it never comes true. Which is whatever, because it's like, I guess it's a circle of life, because how I talked, right. a bunch of people gave me boards, and I never gave them back. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> nobody ever gave me, I mean, when I, a buddy of mine, well, he lived across the street, he sold a board out of a kid's front yard, with a toy machine, just right, and he's like, I'm taking this board, it's in their yard, I was just like, okay, then next, he walks up and throws it into a bush to hide it. And then we, he's let it sit there for a few days, and he goes back, takes it out of the bush, and it ended up in my garage. So I was like, oh, cool. Got it. So he stole it just to leave it someplace? Yeah, he, he stole it out of their front yard for some reason. He's like, I know you skate, so here you go. So he's like, all right. Well, you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. All right, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, and back to Element. So recently I kind of had, I don't want to say an epiphany, but just kind of this weird transition spot. Because I have, the, you know, a shaped Santa Cruz deck, and I put some big old OJ wheels on it to make it more of a cruiser. So I was skating it, and I was like, you know what, this isn't really too much fun. I want to go back to a street style. So I grab an old board, grab some old trucks, and I found these old speed metal bearings. They were on my very first complete, which was an element complete, of all things. Oh, because they're rad. They are rad. I love element. So, you know, I'm testing. I'm like, okay, they roll somewhat decent. Clean them up. They're covered in rust and grime. Threw them in some wheels, pushed them all down. They fucking roll like they're brand new. I was not expecting that. So I looked them up. I mean, they still exist, but you can't buy anything off of their website. Their domain's still up, which kind of... Somebody's paying the bill. Yeah, so hopefully... (laughs) That that hurts like one of those subscriptions that that you forget about. They just... Every every month, what's it, like, ten bucks? Yeah. It's like, here, here's Shopify, just ten bucks, just to keep this website. We're still alive. Yeah, I mean, I was actually, like, surprised. And I'm skating, found some, like, 49-millimeter wheels, which I haven't skated 49. Ew. Yeah. Which, I mean, realistically, that's old as they are, so they're probably, like, 46s since they wore down. So they're even smaller than what they were. I can't fucking believe to this day, and I I did it, but some of the stupid fucking shit that, I'll just turn this back on me, that I would ride, and that was popular at the time, like the tiny fucking wheels, the trucks yeah. that don't turn, the tiny boards, tiny boards I can forgive, because that's like whatever, to each yeah. their own. I don't expect everybody else to be on like 11 inch wide boards, <laughs> but um... The tiny fucking... Like, I'm too old for that shit. That's too much goddamn work. Anything sub-60 is not worth it. Yeah. And even still, because sub-60 isn't just a thing. Because I got a pair of Earthwing Earthwing Slide A's. And they're the best fucking wheels for, like, tech sliding and whatnot. But same thing. Like, they're still, like, 60 millimeter wheels. But I'm too goddamn lazy (laughs) to be riding around on wheels that are so fucking hard. Yeah. 
Because I haven't ridden anything smaller than a 55 in forever. Because that's pretty much always my go-to. It's just I find that that's like the perfect middle spot for speed. So that we can maintain your speed. But also, you know, you still have that leverage to kind of do what you need to do. Honestly, I'm not too far off from just putting ABEC 11 zigzags on every single board that I have. And to paint a picture for everybody... If you're coming from, like, street skating. Sean, those ones right there on my slalom board right there, those are zigzags. But they're basically, they make them in all different things. But right. they're they're a typical wheel that you'll see on a lot of, like, downhill boards or slalom boards. And they got them in different durometers. So they got, like, ones that slide really good. They're basically all pretty soft, though. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're cushy wheels. I'm Like I said, I'm too goddamn old and too goddamn lazy to push around fucking, like, 40-millimeter rocks around. Yeah, because I kind of learned the hard way because I was down in an amazing indoor skate park down in Indianapolis called Q Skate Park. Yeah. And really reasonable. The owners there, it's a husband and wife. It's family-run. They're awesome. So the only thing I had was my little, well, not little, but my Santa Cruz kind of cruiser 80-style board and went in there. And I was just sliding around because I got big old OJ hot juices. Um, so I was just sliding around. I was just like, this, I'm going to die. But it was fun. That park is so gnarly. They have it kind of set up like uh, the warehouse level from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. That's fucking badass, right. Like, when you walk in, it's kind of like the first thing you see is a mini ramp and then just a giant, you know, quarter pipe on each end of the park and then a whole other section just kind of ded- dedicated towards street and... There were some really fucking rad dudes there, down in that town, in this... I don't understand, where are these little kids who are only, like, 11 and 12, how do they get so fucking gnarly? It's like, I've been skating longer than you've been alive, but yet I can't do half the shit you do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, because there was this one little kid there, he was there both days that I, that I went, and he was just crushing everything. I was like, that kid's gonna go somewhere you know, as he gets older. Because you can tell all he does is skate every day. He's at this park constantly. And he was just ripping up and we're all just looking at him. It's like, you weigh 90 pounds. We're all sitting here old, hurting, and decrepit. And then you have this little kid just... That <laughs> reminds me of... I remember to the... I'll never forget, like, Kind of like a 9-11 thing. Do you remember where you were when you first saw the 1080? Because I can yeah. tell you exactly yeah, where I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my dorm room down in fu- at fucking Ball State. Again, chirp, chirp, yo. Yes. But, <laughs> but I was sitting there and I heard this, like I saw this news of fucking some kid doing 1080. That's like, there's no fucking way. Like... First of all, 1080. Right. And second of all, some little fucking kid. But yeah, like, long story short, the fucking 1080. <laughs> it occurred. Yeah. Just standing there like, holy fuck, that just happened. Well, like, that was the turning point for me because that was what I thought. Like, yeah, you know, I actually, like, I could probably make, like, skateboarding as a thing for me happen. I think I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. And then I saw the 1080. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, you know what? Thrown in the towel, I'm yep, done. I'm done. The 1080? Yeah, I can't compete with that. Nope, throwing my board in the trunk, and I'm going home for the day. 
But yeah, like, long story short, the reason I even bring that up is because it's like these little fucking kids. Right. It's like you've literally only been alive for 10 years. When you were born, did you just drop out, like, drop in out of the womb with a board? Just like, hi, I'm here. Skating fucking Mozart. Right. (laughs) Like, instead of, you know, instead of putting on, like, baby Mozart or something, they were like, hey, you know what? I'm going to have my little newborn watching Pal Peralta videos. That's what they're going to learn. During pregnancy, the woman's got, like, a set of headphones on. On her stomach, and it's playing, like, The Faction or some yes. shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just playing, like, the the sound of just a skateboard rolling down the street. <laughs> just, like, get used to the sound. You will be you will be the next Tony Hawk. It's fucking wild seeing these little kids just, just destroy parks. Yeah, the only thing is, is they're just not getting wild in the streets. No, they're not. They need to get wild in the streets. Run it, run it. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, actually, well, speaking of go, you know going wild in the streets, which reminds me of me being a little kid going wild in the streets. Run it, run yes. It. And it was kind of rad because I had a few kickers and like a few launch ramps in my garage. The neighbor kid had a flat bar. And the kid across the street had a few more launch ramps. So you guys had a whole park. So we had, so we would literally set up a whole park in the, on the sidewalk in the, in the front of my house and just have these super rad sessions. And then the older kid who lived up the road from us, he was probably like 12, 13 at the time, and we were all like 6, 6, 7. And he came over. He's like, oh, can I skate with you guys? And we're like, hell yeah, you're, 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 you're the, the cool guy. Yeah, you're the, you're the local pro. And then he would bring his friends over, and then we would just have a huge session in front of my house. Oh, yeah, and it was like we would get looks too, because again, growing up in Three Oaks of all fucking places, you know, it's a one light town, and you'd just be seeing people driving, just be pointing like, "What the fuck's going on here?" There's like twenty kids sitting in this person's house with Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal on repeat. (laughs) Yes. Oh my god! Yes, oh, and it's one thing because, of course, it's going to be their cover of Smooth Criminal. Yes, it's not going to be like Wish or fuck. What are their other big hits? Oh, uh, movies, anth- anthology, yes. or anthology? Yeah, <laughs> it was Smooth Criminal on repeat, and oh it was just god. like I can only imagine driving down and seeing that and hearing dun 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 dun. As you're driving past, seeing a bunch of, like, anywhere from, like, 15-year-olds to, like, 6-year-olds, all sitting in this person, sitting in these front yards, skateboarding. We're going to take a really quick break here. We will be right back, because I have a super important question for you, Yeah. And we're back. Okay, so Sean, what I wanted to get to, because you brought up Alien Ant Farm and all that fucking shit, and that's going to roll into its own thing. I'm going to guess right now, I know exactly, like, the entire playlist, even though, like, you always had Alien Ant Farms, Smooth Criminal on repeat. So, I'm going to guess somebody had a mixed CD. Obviously, Smooth Criminal was the first song. Then would have been Static X's, I'm the one. 
Obviously, you're going to have Stupefy from D- Disturbed. Right after that, you're going to have yeah. Down with the Sickness. Yes. you got to have that one, yes. too. <laughs> you're going to have Teenage Bottle Rockets, Skate or Die, probably. Actually, I didn't hear them till later in life. Oh, well, fuck. The other <sighs> other big one would have probably been, like, what's it, Mill and Collins? No mm-hmm. Cigar? Mill and Collins? Yeah, well, pretty much what our skate jams were to back in the day was Alien Ant Farm. And I did it wasn't a mix CD. I had the full album. The Antology? The, yes, full album. <laughs> That's what it's called, all right? I'm yes, not making that I still up. Ha- I still own it. <laughs> but um, it was also, too, a, a Warp Tour 2004 or 2005 compilation. So it had, like, H2O, Jurassic 5... And a bunch of other... Guttermouth. Yeah, gut, I don't think Guttermouth was on that album. But it was just a bunch of bands that were on Warp Tour for that year. Yeah. And Less Than Jake, and pretty much that's what we rocked out to in the front yard of my house. And it was pretty rad. I, I missed kind of that time. I wish I was older during that time. I don't want to say... Cause I, Why is that? Just because I wish I would have grown up during... Like, been, like, a teenager during that era of skateboarding, especially in Three Oaks, because it was a little bit more of a tighter-knit skate community. It's a small town where you know everybody who skates. Yeah. And I miss going to, because there'd be times when it would be, like, 12 o'clock in the afternoon or whatever on a Saturday, and right before the bank would close, and me and my mom would be cruising up to the bank and hitting up the ATM, and we'd just be see kids skating in the front of the bank. There are that many skateboarders in this? Yeah, there was surprisingly, because there's nothing else to do in that town if you're, you know, a teenager. So it was literally skateboarding or skateboarding or BMX. So they'd be all hanging out in front of the bank skating or we would go somewhere else and or to the school. They'd be all skating there. I mean, granted, they weren't the best spots, but they were still skating. And just seeing that, like, wow, I'm going to I want to do what those kids are doing. And then when I got to that age, it was just like. Oh wow! It's literally just me and two other kids who say they skate and who kind of skate, but they're not. They just say it because they're trying to be, you know, the cool badass of this. You know, oh, I smoke yeah. weed and skate. Well, I mean, you kind yeah. of talk down about those spots, but there's something to be said about making something out of nothing. Yeah. Oh, I'm not talking down on those spots, but they definitely. It was just that pure kind of creativity of skateboarding. Like, hey, we don't really have much, so let's go to this bank. All right, they have a ledge, they have a curb. Then they have this weird architectural triangle thing that people sit on. Ah, uh, so, yes, the, yeah. the triangle thing. You're, right, it's just giant, <laughs> it's literally just a giant concrete triangle or a giant concrete square in front of the bank just to make the bank look pretty. And they're just like, yes, I'm going to skate that. Like, I'm going to turn that into something that it wasn't intended to do. Yeah. And it was just really rad, and I kind of... I'm not jealous, but definitely like, man, I wish I was definitely older and could have experienced that time of where, you know, that mid-2000s or even early 2000s skateboarding where it just blew up and was everywhere. You know, I, I, would, I would say that I was pretty late into that train. I'm sure a bunch of people, and by a bunch of people, I'm sure there's just some jack-off who's, like, slowly making a compilation of all the dates that I say, <laughs> and, re- like, being like, these don't fucking add up. You're, I, are you, like, what, are you 16 right now? Are you 44? You're saying, like, you said you were skating around in, like, the 80s, which is a big, like, inside joke with the old My Bike community. 
<laughs> but yeah, like you said, you, you got your first pro board was this Tosh Townen from like early 2000s. But to everybody, I get dates mixed up all the time. I was skating back in 87. Forgive me. Yes. <laughs> but, um, fuck, what were we talking about? <laughs> Just reminiscing of the old days. Oh, yeah. But like the early 2000s. And whatnot. I wouldn't say... I was, like, towards the tail end of that. I don't think you were missing out on... I mean, like, I look back and, like, all the heroes of the time and whatnot, like your Tosh Townen and Andrew Reynolds and whatnot. Yeah. And it's like, that's... That was so fucking rad. But I think it was just so fucking rad because I was at that right age of being young to where, like... Even, like, if I was the same age in today's time... I would probably feel the same way about, like, Niger Houston. Right, because, like, I see these, like, I'm kind of, you know, like, I'm in the same boat as you, where it's just, like, following, like, how Spencer knows every pro skater. He just follows skateboarding. I can't do that. Because, like, I've tried to, like, keep up on it, but I'm just, like, you watch so many videos and they just kind of all blur into one because nothing really kind of is separating them. Okay, yeah, they're doing super technical tricks and it's really badass, but there's nothing... I'm not getting hyped on this. Yeah, I'm just going to put in my future primitive tape and watch right, Tommy it, Guerrero's three minutes at right, the beginning. I, <laughs> I watch repeatedly Hookups Destroying America on repeat or Birdhouse The End. Oh, The End's fucking amazing. The End is amazing. Yeah, because I watched Hookups Destroying America and then watched The End like back to back. I was like, holy fuck. Well, that's like, have you ever watched any of Planet Earth stuff? I have not. There is... Fuck, his name escapes me. But Ramp Skater and who rode for Planet Earth. I'll have to hunt it down and put it in somewhere or whatnot. But worth checking out. Because fucking insane. Long story short, I'm going nowhere with this story. Yes. <laughs> I guess it's just the whole nostalgic kind of outlook on it. Because when you're hyped... You know, when you see these things when you're little, you get super hyped on them. And you're like, wow, this is amazing. And then when you actually get older and experience more of it, I wish everything was like the old days. And you just... Yeah, we're like grumpy old men now. Right. Pretty much bitching about how we wish skateboarding was like how it was back in back in the old days before the corporate overlords jumped so, into the game. Yeah. I guess if I had to say something... You know, actually, we're going to... We're going to wrap things up here with... I'm going to turn this into a homework assignment for everybody because now this is class. One of my absolute favorite videos, and I can't watch it and not want to go skate, but here's everybody's homework assignment. You're going to go on to YouTube or wherever the hell you find videos. I'm going to put a link in the description, in the show notes. You're going to go and you're going to watch the music video... For Suicidal Tendencies Possessed Escape. Yes. Fucking amazing. That is... Like, nothing makes me want to skate more than that. Like, the whole fucking, like, he's sitting doing his homework, and he just touches the wheel, and then the fucking guitar comes yes. in. <laughs> and then they're kicking down the door, let's skate. Yes. It's It's, it's fucking amazing. Bad. But you gotta be careful, though, when you look it up, because there's two versions of it. They did, like, a newer... Video for Oh yeah, it. the fucking bullshit where they change the lyrics to he's a demon instead yeah. of he's I'm sorry, he's a fucking wizard, not a demon. Yes. 
But yeah, no, I know, yes. I know what you're talking. I didn't know they remade the music video. Yeah, they remade the music video. It's no, we're talking about the original music video. Is what the homework is. Yeah, for the everybody. the new one's really kind of lame because they made it. They found like this abandoned like mansion or whatever that's all dilapidated, and of course there's a bowl in the back, and they have some dude with a gold tooth pretending pretending to be like a real estate agent. And he's like, hi, my name's Nick some, so-and-so, and look at this fine mansion, and blah, 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 and look at the back, and look at this beautiful pool, and then all of a sudden, it's just the band, a bunch of kids, and they're all, like, skating in in the bullets. So if you're going to watch, find the original. Yeah. The and, original one. And the original recording, too, is just... It's... I yeah. much prefer it. ST is super fucking rad. Join the army. Yes. But... That's why I'm wearing my flannel today. <laughs> you only, like, the problem is, is you have all, all the, the wrong buttons, buttons wrong. Like, yes. you need to button the top and none and, of the rest. Right. <laughs> but with that, we want you to give them hell. <laughs>